0: Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Recreation, and then we talk about it. And the we involved in this uh, includes myself, I'm Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet by my friend, Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going, Jason? Oh man, it is going well. We haven't done a weather report in a while and uh, it is January in the Pacific Northwest and today is like the perfect January day. How so? Well, it's not raining, but it's brisk and clear. Oh, I love it. I have a fire going in my fireplace on purpose and uh, <laughs> so my house will warm up as the sun sets. It's going to be a, a, great, a great evening, so I'm excited. Sweet. Got it all how, planned out. How are you doing, Jeremy? I'm good. I'm, ex- I'm
1: excited to do another episode of Parks and Conversation. Wow. Awesome. Perfect. The check's in the mail. To, to, talk, to talk about <laughs> <laughs> talk about this episode,
0: second chunts. Chunts. That's one of those words that is like, mm, I don't think that's something we should say. <laughs> chunts. Oh, man, you, you
1: chunced it up again.
0: I, yeah. Oh, that guy's a real chunts. So, uh ticket chance Jeremy- ticket
1: chunks, ticket chance. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why why don't you just do a quick like just what's the overview of this episode? What's the main thing that's happening? Or things. Um, Leslie
1: wants to take Dexhart's like she wants to run against Dexhart for his uh position on the city council because his right. he's is another scandal. Um because of course there is, and she's like right. how can I lose? I mean, and uh and yeah, so she's telling people, <laughs> and you know some people, some a couple people don't think it's a great idea,
0: right, yeah, so that's what the second chance is all about, and we'll get to that later, yeah with note um the uh, we also have Tom' <laughs> uh settling out on his his company, like finally getting all the payments and is trying to come up with a new idea uh for his his business and and then we also have Chris and Ann trying to find the the gender of their baby. So it's a real it's a real hoot and holler. So uh, this is what I would suggest. Why don't, Chris and Ann's story is basically on its own. So let's go with that one. And then I'm for, come back I'm for it. Come back around, focus on Tom, and then we'll finish out with, with Leslie's story. Sound good? Okay. okay. Yeah, sounds All great. All right. We have this great cold open though. Um, and it's not really tied to any story other than the fact that Andy's back, they finished filming guardians of the galaxy. So, uh, Andy Dwyer could come back to parks and recreation, uh, and, uh, and, but he is flown back from London and he has crazy jet lag. And, uh, so he's sleeping differently (laughs) than, than April. Uh, and there's a, a pretty great montage of him being off schedule if, like falling asleep at terrible places. My favorite though, is when he's mowing the lawn at two in the morning <laughs> <laughs> and and April comes out like frustrated. And then he says, can you give me a beer? And she says, okay. <laughs> like, <"Well>, I guess. <laughs> okay. But, which I, I don't, I don't really drink beer. Um, or anything other than water and Coke Zero and coffee, and sometimes tea. And I'll have an eggnog latte from time to time. But I don't drink alcohol, and uh, I've never had the desire to mow the lawn and drink a beer at the same time. Is this a common occurrence that I'm not aware of? I don't know. I think
1: it's uh, yard work. You know, uh, hot, sweaty, light. You know, beer. Kind of thing. I had a, I had a boss a uh, long time ago who would mow. He had a, a large chunk of property and he would get on his riding lawnmower. But before he did, he would go out and, and put, a, uh, put beer out in like the spots where he knew that by the time he finished one, he could reach down and pick up another one. Like, wow. like he knew exactly where he'd run out. So that's a riding lawnmower. So I don't know how thirsty you get doing that. I, I, I've never had one. <laughs> We had yeah. goats and when they drank beer, it was crazy.
0: So how many, how many DUIs did this boss have in real life? Well, none. Cause he was on his own property, but
1: boy, right. howdy. But I mean, as, the, as, as the mowing went, the, uh, the yard got, I mean, we're, so he missed some spots. Let's just say.
0: <laughs> it's like, well, I don't, I don't know if I left some beer there last time.
1: <laughs> don't want to run it Man. over.
0: Man, one of the hardest things about having a child do uh, chores around the house is having to teach them how to do chores around the house. And mowing the lawn is one of the most frustrating things because it's like, I'm glad that you're doing this, but you're terrible at it. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to say one of the most frustrating parts of teaching kids to do chores around the house is
1: redoing the chores around the house. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's just so much easier if I just do it. But then at the same time, then uh, I want you to live someplace else someday. So I got to prepare you to do that. So um, well, what's
1: the point of having kids if they can't mow the lawn? I mean,
0: right. Oh, man. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, they, they try. It's cute. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So April is, so, is frustrated with him falling asleep. And she finally is like, I'm just going to spray him with the hose inside, which, uh, is a great idea. Uh, and Andy wakes up and he realizes like, Oh man, I fell asleep. I, I I'm trying. And it was like, you got to get on the right schedule. And then he, Andy realizes, like, were you going to spray me with the hose? And he's like, now I want you to do it. So, um, <laughs> and then they have a little water fight in the house, which, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if my, if I would ever let my kids do this, but I know I did this to my house with my parents <laughs> growing up. <laughs> Wait, for real? A lot of, yeah, oh yeah. We had a lot of water fights in the house, <laughs> but we also didn't have cable. Oh my so. word. <laughs> This never happened for that's you. That's why
1: cable. That's why cable got so popular. I guess, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, like if they just sit down and watch Nickelodeon all day, they won't necessarily do water fights in the house.
1: As cable as as cable subscriptions rose, water fights and houses went down. So I think that's, so.
0: Yeah. No, There's we never. Def- oh my oh,
1: gosh, sure. we would have gotten destroyed if we had had a water fight in the house. We could barely have yeah. water fights outside.
0: No, we were a pretty free flowing family. I get it? No. Wow get it. I see. I see what you did there. Wow. Yeah. We, my dad, uh, my dad's a prankster. And one of the things he would do, uh, you've been to my parents' house. They have a bathroom mm-hmm. that like then on the back of the house, there's a deck that goes along the whole back of the house. And, um, he would, uh, take the screen off of the bathroom window while people were in there. Cause we, and we didn't have a fan. So we had to have the window open. He would take the screen off and then like, uh, because you can't see the window's high enough. You can't see anything in the bathroom. Um, and he would run a hose into the shower <laughs> <laughs> while you're in there, and then he would just turn the water on. And you're like you, it's like you're in a hot shower, but then there's this freezing cold water that's Yeah, it was fun times. It was a fun time to run up. It was there. like
1: Yeah, like uh Daniel Russo and Credit Kid. Exactly like it. Exactly. Where he so dresses up like as a it. shower.
0: You know what I'm talking about, right? I do, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I oh. uh, <laughs> yeah. I I I love that movie less and less the older I get. <laughs> but anyway. Calarus yeah, is uh, kind of the worst. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, it is. So uh yeah, so that's the cold open. water it's fight. Fun. Water fight. Uh the <clears throat> story continues, though. Let's go, let's jump over to Chris and Ann, they're at Dr. Saberstein's office and, uh, he's answering the phone in a very menacing way because he settled out the uh, Tom's payment and, uh, left a note <laughs> from the lawyer to say, um, that, uh, you know, basically I won, you suck, turn note over. And on the back it said, you still suck. And, and so turn turns the paper over Yeah, <laughs> again. <this laughs> so it's a loop. Yes. So Saperstein is on the phone, is like, Is it done? Well, how many times did you turn the paper over? Well, that's disappointing because he just he didn't turn it over again. So Is
1: it is it done? Like it's a hit.
0: Yeah. And like the way that it's shot in that is so great because it's like a zoom up on just Saperstein's mouth. And so unless you knew his voice, it'd be like, What is this? And then um, Yeah. And then backs up. It's like, Oh yeah, it's it's the funds, of course. So, um, yeah, so Saperstein is uh, excited for Chris and Anne, and uh, he says their baby is the most symmetrical fetus he's ever seen, <laughs> which, uh, and they could be a superhero. St- and Dr., uh, Chris is like just so elated by the perfection of their baby. You can see it in his face. And uh, he says, you know, we should hate you because you destroyed our friend's business. And you were just on a phone call with the lawyer destroying our friend's business. Um, but we love you so much. And Anne and Chris are just so excited. Uh, and Saperstein's like, I'm lovable. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just, I he's, love
1: this. He's the Fonz. He's a national treasure.
0: Yeah. I mean, Henry Winkler is, I've never seen anything with Henry Winkler. I was like, I wish he wasn't in this. You know, like he makes everything yeah. better. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. And uh, he, I, he, He's even a like a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan. Huge. And he this season he finally met Patrick Mahomes and Mahomes came over before a game and like gave him a jersey and like you could see like a man who was at one point the most famous man in America was fanboying over Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> like Henry Winkler's awesome. <laughs> He's a cool dude. So anyway uh, so he asks, would you guys like to know the sex of the baby? And they're like, oh, we don't know. So he writes it down and he says, when you're ready, you can open it and find the sex of the baby. And Chris is like, oh, it's like the Os- Oscars. Um, and so, but then, Anne, who's also very hungry, uh, and very pregnant, uh, was like, we need to get out of here. We need to eat. So they go to the restaurant and they're talking about, uh, the, like what they're anticipating and. Uh, Chris, like it'd be it'd be great if it was a girl. And Anne's like, ah, tiny dresses, braids, glitter on everything. Forget it. So she has some positives and then some negatives on on a girl, and then some different names for the girl: Daisy, Annabelle, Lily, Olive, Rosemary, Chicken, Fifty Burritos. <laughs> This is my daughter, 50 burritos. <laughs> uh, and so Anne is like, I'm so I'm so hungry and she sees the server come by like if you don't bring us our appetizer in the next 30 seconds, I'm going to plunge your face uh, oh no, my I sorry, my notes cut off into a deep fryer. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, what's the joke?" Oh, I killed it. Uh yeah. And then Chris and then Chris like, Chris, also, the, yeah. Go ahead. Nope. Chris says, also two waters, please, but no hurry. <laughs> two, wa- two waters. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. So then uh, they get some food and Chris says, I would be thrilled if we had a boy. And I have perfected the art of shaving the human face and I'd love to be able to pass that on. And and. List is toy trucks, superhero costumes, tiny little acorn penis. Forget it, <laughs> forget it. So, so weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And Chris, she's a like, nurse, a she is. Um, and uh, she's like, he's like, that's a weird image, but one that does not diminish my enthusiasm. So, they decide to look at the, the note and they open it. And Chris says, We are having a <clears throat> distributions. <laughs> And, uh, and then it's like, what? He's like, I can't read it. And so they pass it, pass it over. It says, it says, congratulations. Then it says, I leg Smurf. Are we having a Smurf? And then Chris tries 11 jewel toilet. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so they're like, I can't figure this out. And so he calls Dr. Saperstein. Uh, and, uh, Anne is like, I'm <laughs> going to call Domino's. Do you think Domino's delivers to this restaurant? <laughs> and, uh, and Chris finds out that Saperstein's out for the rest of the day. And it just cuts to his face. I've never, I've literally never been more stressed out, which would be stressful. I get it. Uh, So they drive to Dr. Saperstein's house. It's a Saturday morning now, uh, I think. Yeah, Saturday, six in the morning. Uh, And uh, Anne's like, we couldn't read your writing. We need to know the sex of our baby. And Saperstein's like, I'm watching cartoons with my son. And then John Ralphio comes out. like, daddy. Daddy. (laughs) And Elmer (laughs) Fudd is on. (laughs) And uh, daddy, uh, and so he uh introduces himself to Ann and Chris, um, and they know him. Um, he's like, I'm John Ralphio, I live in the guest house. He calls Chris beautiful, uh, and uh, and then uh, he he hits on Ann. Um, he says, Why don't we get together in a special way? And she says, I'm pregnant, the more the merrier. (laughs) John Ralph feels so awful, and then he points. At Chris says, "With my baby, you can come too. Beautiful, look at that." I guess sometimes I call men beautiful too. <laughs> and then he sings, "I guess I'm open-minded as hell. Uh, I think you're good-looking." So, uh,
1: and Chris and Chris and Chris takes the compliment in stride. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's nice."
0: Yeah. So they give the note to Saperstein and he's like, ah, it looks like the chicken that wrote this had a stroke on the paper. Uh, uh, yeah. Dr. Saperstein is the chicken who had the stroke and he's like, I can't figure out, I don't want to say what's wrong. So give me 15 minutes. So he gets dressed and they go. And, uh, and then John Ralphio says, have a good work at, have a good day at work today, daddy. Also (laughs) somehow (laughs) the TV keeps ordering porn when you're not here. Like a lot. (laughs) So just so you know, that's what's happening. So, uh, John Ralphio, the worst and uh, so they get to the the office and um and chris and ann are excited a little nervous um and you know chris says, boy or girl it doesn't matter because it will literally be literally be the greatest child who has ever lived and ann's like mm-hmm. all right you swear no preference yes you have no not at all so Francisco comes in and it's a boy and they're like yes they both are so excited and uh and Anne says, I didn't have a preference. I just wanted it to be a boy. And Chris says, me too. Um, so, which that's a preference, friends. Um, so anyway, and then Dr. Stabristine says, would you be interested in adopting my children? They're in their late 20s and they're terrible. I ask all my clients. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they, they say no. So yeah, so Anne and Chris, they're going to have a boy. So exciting. So exciting. Anne and Chris, we're proud of you. Congratulations on your Smurf. Congratulations on your Navi from Avatar 2, The Way of Water. I never saw Avatar Great. you just You just you just dated the podcast, man. I I know, yeah. I mean they they narrowed it down enough to know that it was in January. Because I said that earlier. But that could be any year <laughs> of, Jan- of January. Exactly. They're like, wow, Avatar six has
1: come out. So when was this? Yeah. This makes oh, sense. word. Please.
0: Please, Lord Jesus, let there be no more avatars. <laughs> well, they already Amen. shot the third one. Well, maybe they'll shoot it into the sun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where did
0: they shoot it? Right in the uh, face. <laughs> let me know if I can shoot it out into the universe for them. So that's, the, that's that story. Let's jump over to Tom's story. He's meeting with Trevor, the lawyer for Saperstein, um, and uh, gets the note and all that stuff. Uh, and Tom's like, oh, so, so Saperstein couldn't even... Face me himself, and Trevor says my client isn't at this meeting because he doesn't have to be. Successful people, Mister Haverford, use their money to get others to work for them. And so Tom's like, "That's a good idea, lawyer dude. Uh, then, what if I give you five bucks to put a bag of poop on Saberstein's car?" No. So, well, what's the ballpark? Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I like that Trevor had a number Great. pretty quickly. So, uh, and he's like, counteroffer. Why don't you just do it for the story, (laughs) which is a good, good counteroffer. I do. I like Tom's negotiating tactic here. It Uh, went down
1: essentially. Cause like he would have had $10 and the story still. So now he just lost $10.
0: Right. Or five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah. But at that point, like a story is more valuable than five bucks. I think. So while it's not $10,000, it is still a good story. And you you can probably get people who might hate Dr. Dr. Saperstein to buy you things like like drinks or lunches because you tell them that story. Hmm. Something to consider.
1: Note to self, collect more stories.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. So Tom gets his investors together. Uh, His investors include Jerry, Ron, April, and Andy, uh, and starts breaking out the profit, uh, and uh, Larry Jerry gets his. He says, oh wow, good to be Larry. And Tom's response is, "No, it's not, you boring grandpa." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, but Tom made thirty two thousand <laughs> dollars. okay he's he's basically a millionaire. <laughs> he's mogling it up. Yeah, he's uh, that with his, his uh, commission. Yeah, his yeah. his
1: cabin commission, and dude.
0: Yeah, those cough drops. Mm, so good, <laughs> so good. Uh, so uh, April asks, "What are you going to do with the money?" And a and Tom says, "A horrible man recently gave me some great advice. For years, I've been coming up with my own ideas, like some sort of non-rich idiot. Now I'm going to let people come to me and to invest my skrilla in the the best idea I hear." And Ron is excited because that's that's capitalism at work, doing the work there for him and uh and ron's like come with me i need your grandfatherly advice <laughs> and donna's like you think everybody hears a grandfather's like well if you're older than me you're a grandpa and if you are a grandpa you're dead <laughs> so <laughs> that sounds right yeah april's like that sounds right and then Larry, jerry figures out that uh the check is made out to lenny it's like that's not actually my name uh and april gets up i like well just tell it to the bank lenny <laughs> So, am I Lenny now? Am I I Lenny? (laughs) Uh, So, they go to Rent a Swag's uh, empty building before it becomes a spirit Halloween store. And uh, they start having ideas. And so, the first guy comes to uh, pitch an idea for, um, you know, just to try to his idea is to make a phone because, but April is like, you got to hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Money is power power is pizza pizza is knowledge let's go um and uh so he pitches his idea for the foam and ron points out that that is basically a calculator (laughs) and he's like yeah but you're talking about it you're you're talking about it uh the next person comes in for an automated word counter which would have been really helpful when ron was giving advice to to uh to chris about the number of words in a conversation because as you talk it says the number of words <laughs> and uh they hate this idea <laughs> so tom's just like get out two words no <laughs> one word um and then jerry comes with uh what he believes to be the cure the the solution for the global energy problem uh to make clean renewable energy made it in his garage uh and uh then he sneezes as he fires up the machine and he sneezes on everybody and uh they freak out and they hate it and uh and Tom's like i'm not gonna buy that it's covered in a gallon of your boogers which i don't know how much how big this sneeze really was if it's it's a lot of of boogers and which as i was watching this i was like how would i even calculate how many sneezes it would take to fill a gallon of sneeze juice?
1: Well, I think uh, you'd have to, you know, do, you know, you'd have to sample every, every time you sneeze and see right. how, how much each one weighed and then just extrapolate it toward to a, a,
0: a gallon. Right. Ballpark. What do you think it, it would be? How many, how, uh, many gal- how many sneezes would it take to get a gallon of boogers? 10,000.
1: No, that was the, that was the offer. Um, oh, so, so many. Because
0: like, uh, it's like, not that much. It's, like, it's an aerosol spray coming out of your face, right? Yeah, like like 100,000. You think so?
1: 100,000? 200,000.
0: Hey, well, I mean, and if you are not like a uh, repeat sneezer, you're at a disadvantage because whatever gets in your gallon collection system might evaporate before you sneeze again. So people who like sneeze three times in a row, like they could get there faster, right? Might be the same amount of sneezes, but they'll be done with the gallon project earlier. I
1: think the hardest thing is just, you know, figuring out well, like, when are you going to, when are you going to sneeze? Like, when is the next time? Like, are you yeah. trying to trigger sneezes on purpose? Or are you just sitting there right. like sniffing pepper or, you know, yeah. or are you just like carrying this? things like, what's in the backpack? Oh, this is my sneeze collector. So because never you, you, that
0: milk jug, you uh, never know, ha- like one little line of m- m- w- liquid in there. Ah, I've been sneezing in there for three weeks. Everywhere I go, you carry it on a carabiner on your on your belt loop. Yeah, it's like an like an Nalgene <laughs> bottle. Yeah, <laughs> but you got to get a funnel to sneeze into. <laughs> so stupid.
1: I Think like a mat, like one of those like CPAP masks. So just really collect, <laughs> really really
0: capture it all. Yes. Yes, that's the only way the only way so all right all right um, well it will, for, uh, listeners if you have some better ideas <laughs> well, let us know <laughs> what's your guess for <laughs> amount of yeah. sneezes for a gallon right or in how to collect the sneeze juice right
1: we'll 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 tell we'll let everybody know who who who's the closest
0: <laughs> who's the closest like we yeah. know uh yeah so you it's can like email. a sneeze char- it's <laughs> It, yeah, it's like the reverse, like how many marbles are in the yeah. jar. It's how many, how many things you can't see will fill this thing up that you also can't see. Let <laughs> us know. Uh, and you can let us know. At, uh, email us, parksandconversation at gmail.com. That would be great. And tell your friends about this or your enemies if you think this is really stupid. Uh, and say, yeah, haha, got you. So, uh, so they don't buy Jerry's stuff and uh, everybody... Um, yeah, it's not going well. So Tom's frustrated because he heard a hundred, pitches and they're all terrible. And, uh, so he's making his own ideas, uh, but starts with April, like you guys do it. And so April's like macaroni and poison, mac and cheese, but with a special ingredient. And Ron has a revolutionary idea about socket sets. Uh, every set he's ever owned, ever purchased only goes up to half inch. I love to go larger sizes, take it all the way to five eighths. And, and the way he looks, like five eighths, we're well, like mm-hmm. ta-da. <laughs> it's a full eighth
1: over half inch.
0: Yeah. It's, it's almost slammed, as Slam some
1: sixteenths in there.
0: Boom. Yes. Uh it's almost as exciting as Ben's pitch for uh dry cleaning fluid handling. Uh <laughs> that we'll get to later. But you know, I I do not like that when you buy a uh, a Uh, a socket set. It is frustrating when you find something that's just outside of your range of what's available. And, and so you have to go to Lowe's or home Depot and buy one socket. That's annoying. (laughs) So I, I get, I get Ron's frustration, but you know, maybe Ron and I are alone in this world.
1: You need a bigger socket set. I guess so. Uh,
0: and, uh, yeah. So Ron's like, well, this is not great, uh, but I've missed an entire day of work, so at least some good came up from this. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so Tom's got some of his own ideas working as they're back in the office. The talking tissue, every time you pull one out, it gives you a little message to hype yourself up. Uh, blow that nose. So it pulls one out, and Tom, you hear Tom's voice say, blow that nose, play it. Uh, and uh, it's not a good idea. And then April is like, you know, I get why you're bummed out, I mean, look at me, I'm younger than you and I already have my own department. Plus I'm married and I make more money than you. <laughs> so she's encouraging him. Uh, and, uh, and Tom's like, yeah, whatever. You just merged your department and made something up. And she's like, yeah, it's awesome. And so uh, it's a good, April is a, a smart person. So Tom takes April's idea and runs into Ron's office with great drama and, uh, and says, I have some great news you're looking at Pawnee's new business liaison. Uh, and Ron doesn't like French words, but he does like business. So he explains and it's basically, hey, people are moving here because of the merger. And uh, I want to help them, convince them to like start their businesses, move their businesses here in Pawnee. And uh, Ron says, that's a good idea. Um, and then Tom pitches the talking tissue with Ron and, uh, and Ron hates it. Uh, and so. Pulls one out, though, and you hear Tom's voice. Yo, dog, life is what you make of it. And Ron just shakes his head. No. Pulls another one. You got it. Clear them sinuses, playboy. Ron keeps pulling. Someone's got the sniffies. Tell your mama you love her. Step up your vitamin C game, bro. So all hype, hyped up messages for, for sneezing. I love uh, how like, they, they go back and
1: forth between like health-related ones and just pure like... Good at like call your like let your mom know you love her, like has nothing to do with sneezing or being sick unless unless you're saying like hey you
0: might die soon because who knows what you have (laughs) that you're sneezing so much. (laughs) We don't know how much time you have, sir. Uh, The sneezing has filled up this whole gallon. So, uh, I wonder though if that (laughs) was what Jerry's sneezing is what inspired Tom's idea. So, Jerry is not bad for everything. And we'll never know if his... That uh, is
1: genius. That is such a... But did he already... Had he already shown that in the beginning? To April at the desk?
0: No. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you nailed it. So, yeah. So Jerry is like constantly giving good ideas to people. He's just never going to get the credit for it. Yeah. I should back up. He's giving ideas. Because the talking tissue is a bad idea. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. What we need... What we need is um, a tissue like that, like deadens noise. Mm, yeah, I think that's called a blanket. Or leaving the room. <laughs> this is this is my sneeze blanket.
1: <laughs>
0: so gross! I that's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, I what I just don't like blowing my nose in front of other people. Like I would avoid it at all costs, or just mm-hmm. have snot slide down my face like i just hate <laughs> like those are the options uh and so i think the well and, and the aftermath
1: of this of blowing your nose like <laughs> like mm-hmm. i hope i got everything because it's
0: probably worse off than when i started yeah now here's a question for you and listen yeah. this trigger alert this might be gross trigger warning i don't know uh do you look in the kleenex when you after you blow your nose oh man um the I think it dep- is Yes.
1: It, it, well, no, well, hold on because it depends upon how sick I am. Like at the very beginning it's like, "Oh, wow, look what I did." You know, it's like, "Hey, that's good job, man. You really produced some stuff there." But then I'm sure like you did it all. if it's like the <laughs> But if it's like the 10th like I'm just I'm sick and I'm just and no, at that point I'm just like, "Let's let's get it all out." Keep going. I'm not looking at yeah. anything. I mean, only to check to see if, like, you know how people say, "Oh, if it's really green and yellow, like you, you might have a an infection or something." Versus, I've like, if that. it's clear, <laughs> I don't know if that's true.
0: I don't know either. But I uh, I look every time just to make sure there's no brain in there. <laughs> so it's a good call. Like if I see if I see it's brain sp- chunks, yeah. What I would call you do? My mom, <laughs> call my mom. Yeah. Tell her I love her. <laughs> <laughs> see why you need it's a great idea it's it's a good tissue box that told me what to do right i have terminal sneezes so terminal uh, sneezes dibs on band name (laughs) you would have to be like dr gonzoon type and the terminal sneezes (laughs) <laughs> so this whole
1: time I've been trying to find out like how much snot is in a sneeze and I can't find it, but there's all these like really funny Quora, uh, um, questions and stuff. And one of them is how many times can you sneeze before you die? <laughs> <laughs> is there an answer?
0: <laughs>
1: oh no. Cause I already looked up something on Quora and they're just like, Oh, you only get the question now for the rest of it.
0: You got to pay for it. Oh but, yeah. Thanks. Quora. I hate the internet sometimes. It's so like, this is the kind of information that wants to be free, but you've put it behind a core paywall. Come on. Ask those questions on Reddit where people can answer with always 100% accuracy. <laughs> exactly. Always. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's talk about uh, Leslie's story. How about... Uh, okay. So it starts with Ben coming into the office, asking everybody to remember that uh, this is the last day for Leslie as city councilor, so everybody be extra supportive. Ron says I've already started. I gave her a kind nod. And uh Ben mm-hmm. is just so moved. This is heartwarming. Heart, heartwarming. <laughs> uh, and uh and so he's also like I I'm thinking about a gift to cheer her up. Uh and so I was like you want a sorry you lost your dream job gift. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh and <laughs> stay away from wine. Wine is crying juice. <laughs> so um and uh yeah so Jerry's like, Well, you know her, you know what to get her. And he's just, Ben just fires off a nice candle. Ah, I'm screwed. Uh, and then Andy gets up, is still dealing with jet lag and proceeds to pee in the corner of something, not the corner of the room, just an area where two desks come together. And I hope there's a garbage can there. Uh, I'll really be right out. out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll be right out. <laughs> At least so, he's polite about it. Like he's letting them know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then Leslie is taking Ingrid to city council chambers to let her know uh this is her way home away from home and uh technically her home away from home is in zurich uh but this is nice too and uh and so then um we have a talking head uh, with Leslie trying to say about how this is her last day and um it's really hard for her to do this um but you know she's trying to make it happen and so she says how she's processed all her feelings The five stages of grief, uh, denial, anger, internet commenting, cat adoption, African dance, cat returning to adoption place, uh, watching all of the show. Oh, why does it keep cutting off on me? That's annoying. A professional podcaster probably would have done this ahead of time. Rap text incel. All the episodes of Murphy Brown. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is a good show. Uh and not giving a flying fart. So those are the stages of grief. I think that's eight, isn't it? Oh, uh, I didn't count. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes. Yeah. I I would love to get to the not giving a flying fart stage of grief. <laughs> <laughs> Not giving a flying fart. Um. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah. So Leslie thinks she's fine, but it's it's difficult. And uh. And Ingrid, they cut back to the council, and Ingrid's like, I know this must be hard, but as Sir Ian McKellen said to me the day I sold my boat to Carl Lagerfield, parting is such sweet sorrow. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What even is your life? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great great question. There's there are so many people who know people that like drop stuff like that in conversations it's super annoying it's like yes i know you know famous people but that has nothing to do with your mini golf score right now sir easy
1: easy mr i know people who know people geez way to (laughs) way to yes way to vaguely drop pronouns i mean geez (laughs) i know a guy i know so many guys knows somebody who knows a. The ball boy on the Seahawks. Do you? Actually, I did know
0: somebody who worked on the sideline for the Seahawks. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Just Kellen, (laughs) Kellen Smith. I was at a game and I saw him down there, and I was like, Kellen, what are you doing? He's like, I'm working. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So it was funny. It was weird. I hadn't seen him for years, and then there he is. Like, right, Kellen, right on. Uh, Yeah. Did you ask him if he he wanted to
1: catch up? Like.
0: No, he was working. And I was also working because when I go to the, when I, at the time it was Quest Field, when I go to Quest Field, I go to work and I, I have my yelling that I have to do uh, on uh, when the Seahawks are on defense and then telling everybody else to shut up when the Seahawks are on offense. It's a big responsibility. Someone's got to do it. And more and more people have been calling out sick uh, to the games, uh, selling their tickets because they thought Geno Smith was going to be garbage. Turns out, not garbage. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so the last season, so many times people cheering while the offense is setting up their plays it just, you know, I just don't know. I put in the work all these years, Jeremy, and I know you do. I know. And then these people come along and they think they own the place cause they paid for those seats that they're sitting in, uh, for that one game. And I've just, I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe we're getting cl- by oh. Yellow big Road.
1: I'm getting, I'm getting closer. Closer to what? Sneezes commonly <laughs> range from <laughs> 0.5 to five. What's the um? That's the microns, right? A sneeze can know. produce 40,000 droplets. Guys, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna concentrate on this episode a little bit more. But yeah, this is what happens. I get on a, a thing, and I gotta figure it out so next next episode my goal is to try to figure out within you know a few microns at least how how many sneezes can fill did you say a gallon that seems yeah, like a gallon lot.
0: that's what <laughs> okay we, that's the measurement that tom gave us okay i'm closing this i'm closing this tab all right where uh-huh. we at? Okay. uh well they were gonna sing and then uh cut back to ben and he's gonna order a singing telegram uh for his wife something sad and slow maybe something from the requiem for a dream soundtrack <laughs> uh and then he hangs up this is a bad idea bye um and so hey that was the
1: that that was uh made by the the seattle chronos quartet they they performed
0: the, the, the requiem, requiem for a dream of our dream soundtrack i did not mm-hmm. know that yeah good good to know go seattle go go seattle quartet uh the uh yeah so Leslie comes with a box of stuff talking about how Ingrid has mo- settled into the office and uh, but she left some salt packets, so maybe she needs to go back for those salt packets, And it's like, I've told you before, there will be other st- salt packets, um, but not the kind of snap in half. Um, and so um which one was the last uh, time you
1: saw one of those? A salt packet?: No, like a snap in half snap one, and one. Half? like the two, the two tubes right yeah, they're in a paper yeah' what is it? I don't know what you're like
0: about. On an airplane, I think pretty much that's the only. It just it seems inefficient. Uh, you break it in half, and mm-hmm. like it all just falls right in one place on your food. <laughs> Is that what that does? I, I
1: don't think really so. Add salt to food, so yeah, no, it has enough food salt.
0: Yeah, food generally has enough salt. I, I don't know. I grew up in a house where my one of my parents uh, she put salt on everything way too much salt on everything and <laughs> hey maybe i just got turned off on salt i was like no thanks <laughs> so much salt yeah i don't want to say who but she had a lot of salt on These so. <laughs> <laughs> eggs are rubbery <laughs> uh yeah so but ben is like look this is the best thing for you um maybe we'll find something better and then it cuts to pert uh, outside of city hall where city council Dexart is addressing his latest Sex scandal, uh, and Dex is like, yeah, I want to set the record straight. I did all of it. And Ben and Leslie, are like another one. This guy's unbelievable. And we find out that he was in, uh, involved in inappropriate texting, sexting, and text mexting which is where you send photos of your jug from the ch- restroom of a Chili's to go. And it cuts to Ben and Leslie both going. Huh? <laughs> so, so so gross. Um, and then Dexar just continues reading. Does this make me a bad boy? You tell me. No, really. It gets me off when women tell me that. And I was like, he's reading this. Like he pre- these are his prepared remarks. Um, and so she's, this is where she has the idea. Look, Oh, I can, I can beat this guy. And so she begins the process of uh, in her own brain of running for uh, uh, for City Council to take Dexhart's place. And so she's like, we could just get an apartment in his district. We'll spend 51% of our time there. It'll be great. Uh, and Ben's like, I don't want to live there. It's a raccoon shanty town. It's a dumping <laughs> ground for old shipping containers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then also like De- Dexhart fights dirty and it's going to be scorched earth. And was like, so what? I got so much dirt on him. He's a scumbag. I can do this. And so she is... Uh, engaged mentally. So she goes to the press, Shauna Malway tweet. Uh, and Shauna's like, I don't know. I don't think there's a story in these emails. Uh, they're iffy, but hart uh, has been elected eight times. I don't think anybody cares. Uh, his polls numbers actually went up since the scandal mm-hmm. broke. Of course. Because he, because he's Miley Cyrus's cousin. And and he's like, Shauna's like, oh, is he? And then <laughs> councilman walks by. and he's like, morning, Leslie, morning, sweet jugs. And Shauna's like, I'm like, oh wow! Attention, <laughs> and and Leslie's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, he's kind of cute. <laughs> so, uh, I
1: just feel man, like to... I just feel like I could fix him, you know?
0: <laughs> oh no! So funny. No, Shauna, run away. He he is unfixable. So then, did you learn nothing uh, from khaki pants? <laughs> khaki pants. Oh, Mark. Uh, so then back in Leslie's office, she's up to something. And Ben comes in and is like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, they couldn't make me a banner in time for my press conference. So I'm calling together a banner from all the other discarded banners. So she went to banner store and was like, whatever you're not using, I'll take. And so she's making a <laughs> ransom letter banner uh, for <laughs> City Council. And what it says is second chunts for F-O-U-R lessel perv dex x ex hurt." Equals <laughs> birthday mouse? Rat. <laughs> a rat. Uh, and uh, and he's like, Well, that's the closest thing I could get to a rat. Uh, and so Ben's like, listen, listen to yourself. Let Leslie loopholes, scorched earth, this isn't you. Um, and and Leslie's like, no, this sk- sex scandal happening on the damn leaving, this is this is not a coincidence. It was meant to be. Uh, and so Ben's like, let's get everybody together and see what they what they say. So it's like a focus group unless he's on board. So she gets everybody together. I have a big announcement. We're going to run for re-election and I'm going to take Dexhart's seat. And Tom says, no offense. That's a bad idea. I heard a lot of bad ideas today. This is the worst. Uh, April, <laughs> I would love it if you ran an insane camp- campaign and basically turned into the Joker. But that means you probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> and Andy is like, seems risky. I'd hate to go through another tough fight, but I could be wrong. I haven't pooped in three days. <laughs> <laughs> His judgment, I mean, way off. Man, international travel though it does a lot of work on your on your your gutty works for sure. So, oh, on, uh, on everything. Yeah, it's a mess. One time I went to Uruguay and I I know Andy's pain, <laughs> so that was rough. Uh, and then um, Ron says L- Leslie, I don't think you should run again. <laughs> I was like, what do you know, dumb dumb. And then Jerry comes in, and is like, Leslie, you're running for office. I- uh, what a great idea. How can I help? And that's, that's the nail in the coffin. It's like, oh, right. this is a bad idea. <laughs> so Ben is like, uh, I still think I can help you. Uh, I got something for you. Um, and uh, he brought Jen Barkley, political consultant and power broker, to give one hour of her time consulting Leslie for this, uh, this campaign. It was Jennifer and- Barkley all along. Yes, of course, of course it was, uh, yeah. And uh, so Leslie starts by saying, well, "How is your family?" And Jen is like, "I get paid twelve hundred dollars an hour. Do you really want to spend any of that time talking about my mother and her nineteen-year-old Korean husband?" <laughs> but it's no, enough to right. make Leslie. But it makes it's <laughs> enough to make Leslie pause and go, "Well, I mean, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it, that sounds super interesting. Um, yeah, so, so Leslie." Um, is sharing all of these things um about uh what she wants to do and is like, this is a good idea, right? And Jen just says, No, it's a terrible idea. Uh, because you can lose to him. Terrible people beat good people all the time. Ter uh, and 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 she's like, you know what, you're smart, Ben smart. Uh, you might win, but why would you want to have a better dream for your life? And uh, and so she's like, You could work for uh, you know, you federal jobs, you could work for Congress, you could, these are all things that are doable for you. Um, but you gotta dream bigger than just pawnee. And uh, and so she's you know, giving her this great pep talk and then an alert goes off, she's like, Oh, my time's up. If you want to keep talking, you're gonna have to pay me twelve hundred more dollars. I just need and it's like, I sw- I swear to God, if you say one more word, you legally owe me twelve hundred dollars and I will sue you. Let's not end like that. So she's like putting things back together, and is like you want to put this back, don't answer. And then she, she's like, "Those five words are on me." Okay, bye. <laughs> um, so yeah. So Ben is like, "I don't know what you're thinking, but you have a press conference in ten minutes. So let's go to the press conference." And um it announces her plans for the future include going to have lunch at JJ's. They're going to have waffles, and then her and her husband are going to make out on the couch. Uh, and, uh, and Ben is like, well, all right, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> I would be so, so, I
1: would be so upset for this person wasting my time. If I was a reporter slash the media, like you call this press yeah. conference for what? That was, come on, man. I feel like this could have been handled. Waffles. Right. And that you, you have, you have a significant other. Thanks. Like, I feel like this could have been handled in email.
0: <laughs> Probably. But Perd sums it up pretty well here when he mm-hmm. says, there you have it a shockingly unshocking press conference in which a recently unemployed woman said nothing of importance. I'm happily, and I just realized I'm not holding my microphone. Now, be honest.
1: The first time you saw this, did you notice that he wasn't holding a microphone? No. I did not. I did not either. Even though, actually, and then the last time I watched it, I did not notice it either.
0: Until he says, I'm not holding my microphone. Yes, like, I was like, wait, he's oh, not. Yeah.
1: Oh. No you're laughing into the
0: next scene. It's so, that was such a great joke. I think it's part of the, I mean, they're playing with expectations, but you watch somebody on television, you're not expecting somebody to hold a microphone. (laughs) Right. Right. But he just has his hand up. Yeah. (laughs) Right. They should be mic'd up like like, a lapel mic. (laughs) He should have a mic in that hand because he's holding it like he should. (laughs) But at the same time, your brain is accepting like he's a part of this show. He doesn't need to have a microphone. They got him all taken care of. But then the realism is like, no. If he's actually on TV, he needs a microphone to get his audio into the camera. So, (laughs) yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, Yeah. So they uh, Ben's like, look. uh, Well, Leslie says that was the best present I could have gotten, and Ben's like, well, that's great. I got you something else. And they're sitting up on the bench in front of the flowers that like really started their whole relationship. Like, it's like a beautiful moment, and uh, and Leslie's like. Uh, well, where is this gift? Well, it's not here. We have to go get it. And uh, so then they they fly to Paris and have a great time in Paris, spending their money and enjoying com- their company. But then also at the cafe, you see Mike Schur sitting right next to Leslie. Um, real quick, just a quick shot. There's Mike Schur. Um, so yeah, so they go to Paris and it is a just a wonderful time away to wrap up Leslie's term as city councilor. Do you think they shot this during the London episodes? You know, that would make the most sense since they're already there. <laughs> yeah. So I would hope. I would hope they did. But also, I know these Hollywood types, they got all kinds of money. They're going to spend so it. Oh, NBC, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, NBC is just flush with cash, right? They've got Why is there like, money in the toilet? They've got hits like God Cop and uh <laughs> <laughs> Homonym. <laughs> Sense. Sense. no the nope. other one no the other one it's always the other one <laughs> Sense. oh you get a redo <laughs> it's the third one dang it it's always oh. the other one i love that it's and always it's the other steve one steve higgins as the game show host it's so good it's so good 30 uh, rock man. people 30 rock i love that show so yeah uh jeremy did you find any trivia on this episode in your internet searches
1: Oh boy, howdy. Did I click on the tab trivia in IMDb? Um, yeah, well, Amy and Michael Schur wrote this episode. And um, after that, nothing really super interesting enough to talk about. You already mentioned that Michael Schur was in it at the end. So yeah, that's about it.
0: All right. All right. Well, good.
1: So uh, yeah, next week or next episode, I should say, because we never know if and when we will record is new beginnings season six episode 11 Ooh. leslie battles with tom on her first day back with the parks department the gang pranks ben on his first day as city manager and chris and ann shop for a ring after their engagement oh man is this the one with stews stews directed by alan yang stew stews i i don't know man there's only one way to find out come back we'll have to come and listen back next week next episode and yes, uh sir. yeah weigh in weigh in on snot gate you know we need we need your input yeah i don't know not snot gate. that's i don't know sneeze gate sneeze gate that's much better
0: a gallon of boogers all right and in we'll the, the meantime out how much how many sneezes it would take to create a gallon of boogers <laughs> well until then
1: i will talk to you later all
0: right yeah see ya
1: <laughs> bye